Welcome to Porch Talk. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work at a camp together and have their lives monitored. Find out what happens if people stop being polite and start getting real. I'm Eric. Also, I'm an elite athlete. Hi, this is Miss Paige Lee. Easy, tell them. Papito. Daddy, dick him down. Ooh, Ezra, how he gets so cute. Mr. Wavy. Mr. Stick Talk. Mr. White Talk. All that. Wow. That was a long one. Yeah, I was I was on a roll today. Did you say Mr. White Talk? No, it's Stick Talk and then Mr. White Chalk. Oh. White Chalk. Stick Talk's the gun. The White Talk is, you know, when you kill somebody, they put the chalk around their body. That's me. <laughs> Excessive. Um, it's been a pretty eventful week here for Porch Talk. Um, we've been getting a lot of clout recently. Have we? Have we? Um, I mean, I don't really know about us, but Paige got some clout. But the clout hasn't oh. transferred over to us yet, so I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. That was lit. Yeah, Paige got the Jonas Brothers to like one of her posts on Instagram, one of her covers. Yeah, and you want to know the funny thing about that? What? So, yeah, the Jonas Brothers liked it, but it has the least amount of likes I have ever gotten on a cover video, ever. So my caveat, damn, I should have inhaled that. Uh, inhaled that longer. Uh, fucking asthma. Um, I feel like all the people are at camp now, so it's harder for them to look at the social media. So I feel like there's gonna be a drop summertime. Yeah. So basically, I just shouldn't post from now until like August thirteenth. Yeah. I barely got any likes on this video, but like the Jonas Brothers like it, so I just feel some type of way. Like it's great, but then also like, damn. But, oh, well, it's all good. I cried at work when I found out that they liked my video, though. I shed a tear. Cause... Yeah, that's pretty big stuff. I mean, they could have shouted you out or something. Like, they're really nice people. I know. And then I went immediately and checked their story to see if they, like, shared the post. They did not. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to have to say what everybody's going to be thinking when they hear this. With them not making any music, they've got nothing to do but be on Instagram. They literally just put out an album. My bad. With them not making any good music, they've got nothing to do but be on Instagram. Do they? Do they They're currently even, on tour. Do they even run their own social media though? Probably not. Like, how many famous people actually run their social media? Oh, I guarantee they don't, because they have their own Instagram accounts. But like, oh, we're just not going to mention that. I don't even know if they run their own Instagram accounts. I think a lot of famous people just don't do that shit necessarily. I think they probably do their own, but definitely not the band one. But, like, we're just not going to mention that. We're not going to shit on my parade. I feel like they're not famous enough to not do their own. Well, if they have their own and you had a band one, I don't think... I think they would just pay someone to do that. Yeah, they they probably have, like, a social media manager. Which is fine. But I feel like some famous people don't even do their own Instagram. I feel like athletes do. (sighs) Yeah, because they get those... They, like... You know, get all those DMs and shit. So you got to be on your own Instagram. Yeah. You can't have someone else sliding in DMs for you. That's too reckless. I'm recruiting someone to slide in DMs for me. I thought you were you're an expert at it, though. I am. I'm trying to pass it on to the next. <laughs> pass on, pass on your DMs. <laughs> sliding on your DMs to someone else. Yep. I don't know if that even, like, does anything for them. Get some experience and confidence they need. 
Oh god. Maybe yeah, let me try slide sliding your DMs for you when we come out to the DMV. Who knows? I'll get you a girl within an hour. That's too long. Maybe maybe two. Take me about 10, 15 minutes. I don't think getting the girls is the problem, it's keeping the girls. But if he doesn't want to keep them. Oh. Then yeah, you're golden. Um, all right, let's get into our first topic of the day. So, Ezra brought up an interesting point. If your parents are paying for you to go to college, do you owe them something? Or should you feel like you owe them something? Here's how this came about. I know a girl whose parents do very well. Mm-hmm. And they pay for her. She's, a, she's got a one brother. They pay for her and her brother to go through college. Her brother is like 38, 39. And she's 23, just finished. So there's a big gap. Her dad went to college. He went to uh, Howard, Strong Black University in D.C. So he went to Howard, and he's a doctor. Like, he's got his doctorate. I think it's in, like, biochemistry or some bullshit. And now he's a professor at uh, Bowie State up in Maryland. He made good money. Uh And her mom was a stay-at-home mom for a while. And then I think she got into, like, real estate or whatnot. But she kind of just, like, fucked around and did that. And for Mother's Day, bro paid for his mom's first semester at UVA. Mm. So I feel like, because he was telling me about it, and she was like, it's cool and all that. Like, my mom wants to go back to school, and he's taking care of it because she took care of them. But she was like, I know in any way, shape, or form, want them to think that, like, next Mother's Day, I've got a semester. (laughs) And I was like, damn. That's some real deep, honest shit, though. Because, like, yeah, I feel like you want your kids to do as great as they can. So you give them those opportunities. But I don't know if you can expect anything back realistically. I don't think you should have to expect anything back. Um, so my grandparents kind of paid for mine. Like, I mostly got it paid for. But at the very end, I had, like, $6,000 in loans that I had to pay back. Mm-hmm. And they paid them off for, like, my... 21st birthday um and it's not that I felt like I owed them to like pay them back or like whatever but I felt like I owed them in a sense that like I needed to spend as much quality time with them as possible and like Mm -hmm. see them a ton and like always check up on them and not be like that grandchild that like oh thanks for paying for my college and then like never like really talking to them that often Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed to, I owed it to them. I mean, they're my favorite grandparents anyway, but yeah, I feel like I owed it to them to like care about like what they're doing and like how they're doing. And they're both, the, they're the grandparents that I keep having to go visit in Florida because they're like health issues. Yeah. So now more than ever, I feel like I need to like see them all the time, but yeah, not, yeah. not that I need to pay them back, but owe them in that sense. Yeah, it's like they took care of you. You can take care of them. Yeah. You don't have to do it to the extent of, you know, paying for a semester at UVA. Yeah. But, you know, you can check, as you said, like, check up on them. Like, I think that's more than all right. Like, I know my parents paid for my schooling, and I don't think they feel like I owe them anything. I feel like the only thing I really owe them is to be successful and not waste yeah. that, like, that money and time, you know? That's a, yeah, that's a solid point. Like, you're paying them back and being successful and, like, showing that the education they paid for pays off. 
I mean, I didn't even really want to go to college, to be honest. Me either. So it was kind of like a thing. So, but I don't know. I just feel like I, I at least owe it to them to, like, do something with my life. I mean... And- go ahead. I mean, we know man might do a little here and there for the kids. So, they oh <laughs> is God. not going to get a semester anywhere on my dime. But what she will get is my gratitude, my love and affection, mm-hmm. and me being cute, and being successful. Because I feel like at the, long, at the end of the day, most parents, if your parents are in the position where they can pay for you to go to school in the first place, they're yeah. generally successful. So yeah. all they want for you is for you to then be successful. Because if exactly. they can pay for you, they probably don't need anything from you. Yeah, because it's not like they sent you to college and then they were thinking, like, once he graduates and gets this job, he's going to pay for me to go to college. Yeah. Like, they're not plotting on that. Yeah. I don't I don't think parents ever have that thought. Like, oh, I pay for them to go to college. They're going to put me in a really nice retirement home. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. Here's why I know that a couple situations where it's different. And this is only a... I didn't realize this until I started going to school with inner city niggas. Mm-hmm. I first got to JMU, and then when I went up to West Virginia, and then I see the Mansfield, these niggas who get, like, partial scholarships and shit and, like, make it out the gutter and out the hood to come play ball, their parents will take out loans in their name, expecting them to have them when they make it. Damn. And it's, like, weird if they don't make it. Because one of my boys at JMU, he started all four years there. This nigga never got the call from the NFL. And that's crazy to start four years at the D1 and three years later still never get a call from the NFL. But he was telling me about how he works as a fucking agent at um, Progressive right now. Mm-hmm. Insurance. And he was like, his mom still holds that shit over his head about how she took out like $27,000 in loans in her name to like cover the other end because he never got a full scholarship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, because he, he was like a medical risk the whole time, but he still played and started all four years. So his mom took out the other like 27 so he could play there or whatnot. And she was like, that bitch holds this shit over his head to this very day. And that's the part where it becomes an issue. Because I know a few people in that situation where, like, their parents took out loans and shit, and they really do hold that over their head. I feel like as a parent, you can't do that, man. Like, if that's you, at the end of the day, that's your kid. And if you put that faith and belief in them, if it doesn't pan out, it's not on him. I mean, as you said, he, he put in four years. He started. He probably should have got a call. Or at least went to like the CFL, or maybe he can go XFL or something. Played over in China. Who the fuck? I mean, you can do that shit. His like, thing was, he did his four years there. He played. He didn't get the call from the league, so he went and just got a job. Like people, like real people in real life, do with degrees. Mm-hmm. It, it don't seem that she's happy with that, from what he's told me. I think she's just maybe she's just resentful in the fact that he didn't. Like she just thought they were about to be well off. And he was about to be making millions. So she's just like, oh, so you just sell insurance now, you broke-ass motherfucker? <laughs> it's probably hard from going to telling all your friends, my son's a star at so-and-so. And then, oh, what's your son doing now? Fucking selling insurance. Hey, but if you need a life insurance plan, he can't hook you up. He could. Poor thing. That's my guy. Why did so? Why did that? Why did that son pay for his mom to go to UVA for a semester? Because he was talking about wanting to go back to school. Because I want to say, his, I think his mom is like fifty 
57 or 58, he said, because he had mm-hmm. him at 18. But his dad's like 69, 70. So it's like a 12, 13-year gap. Anyway, so she had him for a while back, and she's been talking about how she wants to go back to school and get at least an associate's in uh, finance. Yeah. And I guess he just started talking and talking and talking about it, and she had put the applications in, and he had already heard that she was going to start classes at UVA this upcoming fall. So he handled paying her tuition. Which I'm not saying, like, you can't get back to your parents. Like, if you're in that position where you can take care of moms like that, go for it. Yeah. But in no way, shape, or form should it be expected, in my opinion. No. Um, why didn't she just go to Booney, where the husband teaches at? I don't think he teaches there anymore. Uh, I know when I when we used to be, like, close and together all the time that he taught there. And I know he taught there for, like, 30-something years. I don't know if he's – because he's 70, 71 now, I want to say. So I don't know if he still teaches there. But I know they live out near here. Like, they live on, like, the outside of Fredericksburg, which is, like, mm-hmm. 40 minutes from Charlottesville, where UVA is. Because, I mean, I know people, like, if you're a UD employee, you can get, like, free schooling. Your kids can get free schooling. I don't know if that would be the same there. But it would almost be stupid if he still worked there for <laughs> – her to go to UVA, especially if you're getting associates, when you could go for free. Literally. You can get your associates from a community college, so that should have really yeah. been. Because she just wanted the glitz and the glamour yeah, UVA. she wanted a UVA degree. But it's like, what's the point? You're already, what, 50? Yeah, nobody cares about this degree now. Yeah. Because they're going to get it to not get hired in the real workforce. <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny. She was like, I got this associate, so I'm ready to like conquer the world again, like 2.0. And then she like quickly finds out she needs to go back and get a fucking master's just to get a basic job. Good ass. I saw this job posting the other day because I've been looking for a new job. And it required a master's degree, and the starting pay was 15 an hour. That's wild. And I was like, what the hell is even the point? It's like you that can shit. Start, you can start working at Panda Express as a crew member for $12 an hour. Tell you, man, these jobs are fucking up. They're like, hey, we need you to do a five years of experience, but only like just as a graduate. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, and then they wonder why like so many people have student loans. Like, not only are they jacking up tuition. But then they don't pay us any money to pay back the loans. It's like, well, then, like Haley, like I think about her all the time with like all her student loans and all that shit. And yeah. I'm just like, Jesus, that is. She's wild. almost done, though. Yeah, I feel she like she has to be. Because she pays so much, but damn, dude. But I mean, she's been out for three years and it's just like still like. That's huge. actually really yeah. impressive. I was about to say, the finish in three years is crazy. I mean, it does help that she like lives at home and all that stuff that she can like. Yeah. Basically, just put all of her paycheck towards her student loan, which yeah. kind of sucks. But it's whatever. What do you think about athletes who make it to the league? And you always see this posted on like ESPN, like House of Highlights, stuff like that. And they buy their like parents like houses or like just an expensive ass car. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think that should be expected? I'm okay with the car. I'm okay with clothes, nice jewelry. The pop, the thing that I find faulty with the the houses, and this is what I find faulty with houses in general. 
most of these athletes, their own houses are way too big for them. That's how they end up going broke. So yeah. they buy their house and their parents' house. It's cool. You give your mom a nice-ass house and it's paid for. But what happens in 8, 10 years when you have to leak and she still got a mortgage? Not a mortgage. She still got water bills. She got to pay the electric bill for this big ass house you got here. And you now don't got a job to pay for it. That's why they be fucking up. They always go out of their way to do this. So now you got to pay your mortgage or pay your shit. And you got to take your herds. And most of the houses is way too big for all of this shit. But what if, what if Mom Dukes is living in the gutter and you got to get her out the gutter? I support getting her out the gutter. But you can get out the gutter and get a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, 1,200 square feet. Or you love moms. Mom can get an in-law spot at my house. Babysit my kids. Why don't... Why does no one just pay off their parents' mortgage? I'm sure they do that too. I feel like that's the that's the way to go. Save money, but you pay it off, so they're set. So they just have to pay whatever utilities they have. Yeah. You know? Speaking of that, I you know the the vlogger David Dobrik. Mm-hmm. So like he's always giving his friends like cars because he's sponsored or whatever. He yeah. actually just paid off hit one of his friends' girlfriends. He just paid off the girlfriend's parents' mortgage because the girlfriend had been working so hard to do it. And he has so much money that he just wrote like a $40,000 check and gave it to her to give to her parents. Damn. I don't like, like that. Can you imagine? I hate stuff like that. Why? Here's the, like It's just not financially smart. Because let's say you're doing good right now. We can't promise you're going to be doing good in 10, 15 years. That's $40,000 you can put in a saving account for your kids, for your kids' kids, for college funds. Just He's work. like a billionaire. I highly doubt $40,000. Who is this? Like... I thought he was a YouTube blogger. He is. He's a billionaire. Yeah, he has like a nice-ass house on in the uh, Hollywood Hi, Hills. Guy. I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's see his David net worth. David Dobrik. Don't let it be less I... than $8 million. His net worth is $7 million. <laughs> Uh-uh. Terrible financial decision on his part. Well, I mean, it's not the point of, like, worrying about your own money. It's worrying about taking people, taking care of the people around you. Yeah, but I just feel like at some point, you got to worry about yours more than the people around you. Because it's something you got to build for your kids, your kids' kids. How? He's what? No, if I had money like that, I would be spending it on people all the time. Yo, me and him have the same birthday. No way. Yeah, I'm a year older though, so uh, fuck you, David. Dover. How much money? Is oh enough? shit, you do! Wow. How much money is enough money for y'all to just give out money? Uh, not enough. I'm too frugal for all. Yeah, that. I need to be hundreds of millions before I just hand out forty thousand. The thing with now, YouTube. If, if I had money like he has money, I would be giving it out. And YouTube is so. It's crazy. so crazy. Where yeah, you could be on top one day and like off the next or people find some old tweet and you're canceled yeah and then all these like apocalypse happen where like people find some random video on deep youtube that has an ad on it for like coca-cola and it's like an isis like video and everybody freaks out and you lose a bunch of ad revenue i would have to have like there's some people who take youtube and take it to a next level where you're expanding into like patreons are really popping right now where you have like your fans like give you money on a monthly basis yeah. to support you. Like you have to have, you have to build off of that into other sources of income. Cause yeah. I don't want to lose all of my life, especially these people buy like crazy houses and cars, like crazy lifestyles. I don't want to lose that because my videos drop just one day. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm sure YouTube's not the only thing he does to create revenue, so it's not like... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's people who, like, strictly do that shit and then, oh, like, yeah, fall a, that's out. A bit, that's a bit um, irresponsible. But, like, imagine the amount of money that they get paid per Instagram post or, like, per tweet or, like, if they have merchandise that they sell or just all kinds of stuff that builds up revenue. It's not just... Yeah. Videos. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be smart about that shit. Like the Paul brothers, like Jake and Logan Paul. I looked up their net worth the other day, and they're both worth $19 million. Is it wild that... Maybe it's because of, like, NBA free agency recently. But, like, when I hear $19 million, I'm like... <sighs> yeah, my cousins. Yeah, I was like, dude, a fucking scrub, like, eighth role player is getting, like, two years, 20 million. That's what yeah. it is. The free NBA's fucking me up. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, money's nothing. Yeah, when I first heard seven million, I was ready to poo-poo that. And I was like, wait a second, seven million is still a great amount of money. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd be real happy with seven million right about now. You can't tell me if you had $7 million that you wouldn't give some away to somebody for something. Fuck no, baby. They might get like 2000 I would do it for, like, my family as in, again, pay off my parents' mortgage. But, like, I probably wouldn't give it away because, I'm again, just too frugal. But then it's also that caveat of, you know, you do good things, good things happen to you, allegedly. We don't know that for true. sure. I don't know. That's why I said allegedly. Yeah, that's real alleged. Depends if you believe in putting positive vibes out and getting them back, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, switch gears here. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Um, <laughs> so, Paige, Paige, your roommate had surgery recently, and apparently you said she came back and bought a Labradoodle? <laughs> yeah, so... Last Friday, I was at work all day, like mm-hmm. always, and my roommate was off, and I walk in, and her and her sister are sitting on the couch, and I noticed that she's, like, snuggling something, mm-hmm. and, like, I, it wasn't making any noise, it wasn't really moving, and I was mm-hmm. like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, dude, I'm great, and she, like, moves her arms, and this little fucking head pops up, and it's the <laughs> cutest puppy I have ever seen. Okay. It's a bla- It's a white uh, with black spots. It kind of looks like a Dalmatian, mm-hmm. but apparently it's a Labradoodle. But she was like, yeah, dude, after my surgery today, like, I was on the phone with my friend, and, like, his friend was selling dogs. So, like, I was high on my pain meds, and I, like, bought a Labradoodle. That's fucking so, awesome. Like, now we have a Labradoodle. And I was like, oh, like, what are you going to name it? And she's like, oh, like, I don't know yet. And then, like, five seconds later, she's like, actually, I think I like the name Ezra. <laughs> And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, Ezra, like, my friend Ezra. Is this the Ezra, one that like, listens to the podcast? Yeah. Oh. But, like, I've been FaceTiming Ezra, and she's met Ezra. <laughs> and then I was it. like, wait, like, my friend Ezra? And she's like, yeah, dude, like, we just think that name is so fitting. And I was like, it's a dog. How is that fitting? But Terrible dog name, but great name. <laughs> yeah, but now that she, like, has her kids, she... The kids renamed it, and now his name is Huey. What? Damn. Yeah. That's also a bad dog name. Yeah, I know. It's just, either way, the name isn't growing great. But the Ezra part, I was cackling. 
I thought it was hilarious. But... Damn. Don't you hate yeah. dogs? I don't like dogs, so... I mean, I like dogs. Like, yeah, I'll cuddle a, a little pup mm. every now and then. But I'm not trying to live with one or have to take care of it or take it out or feed it. But a nice puppy snuggle every now and then is like, I can deal with that. Damn, you kind of hate things. Like, you hate kids, you hate dogs, do you hate cats? No, I actually think I'd really like a cat. Ew. Because they're kind of like me. It's kind of like, fuck you, I'm going to go to sleep. Mm. And they don't really bother you that much. But I'm, like, severely allergic to cats. Oh. Like, I break out in hives, but... You get a hairless cat. Yeah, but have you ever seen a hairless cat? Like, those things are traumatizing. Imagine waking <laughs> up... Imagine waking up in the middle of the night and that thing is sitting right next to your face. And looking yeah. at you. I would shit myself. No, there's just no way. I'm kind of hype you got a Labrador, dude. Those are some solid dogs. You need to come visit. It's literally so cute. You all need to come see it. It's adorable. I'd probably steal it. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. Damn, those things get massive, too. Yep. But they are hypoallergenic, so that's cool. Mm. Your landlord is cool with this? Don't think the landlord knows. But, I mean, like, oh. we live in a house. So, mm. it has, like, a fenced-in backyard and all that. So, it's not a <sighs> Are you guys training this dog? <laughs> she is. I it hope ha- so. It hasn't had an accident in the house since we got it. So you train it, you potty trained it already? How old is it? I don't know how old it is. But yeah, it lets you know like when it needs to go outside and stuff. Oh, that's good. You got yeah. to teach any tricks? I mean, I don't think it's that smart yet. He does know how to cuddle. So that's all that matters. Do you get it fixed yet? I think he's literally like eight weeks old. Like... So it's a fresh puppy. Yeah, it's like, we're not talking like, oh, you know, he's six months. It's like, he's out of the womb, fresh. Damn. Yeah. Who was, what surgery did she have that she was like in a state to buy a dog? Honestly, I didn't ask because I just don't ask personal questions. So I can't really tell you. But she did, like she said, she did have to get like anesthesia and stuff. And her, like, sister came and picked her up. So, I mean, she was high enough to where, like, I mean, she was on, like, pain meds. Damn, you think as, like, the designated person to pick her up, they'd probably be like, hey, maybe, like, wait a day. Yeah. And then get the dog. No, the sister was just the type of her about getting a puppy. Oh, she was just looking for an excuse because she wants it. So this is smart. You want the dogs, but you don't want to take care of it. So you're like... Oh, yeah, yeah, you get the dog, and then I'll just come on our visit. Well, she takes care of the dog when Sam's at work. Yeah, but she doesn't have to, like, live with it. She, she's smart. It's like you want to get a friend who has a boat, and you don't want to get the boat. Wow. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I just happen to be the band's bystander of that boat. Yeah. <laughs> At least you don't have yeah. to take care of it or walk it or anything. Yeah, I don't do that tip. Dude, you should take it on runs when it gets older. Yeah, it'll be my running buddy. I mean, I probably will run in my neighborhood. It's not that great, but yeah. Take it to a nice park. We do have a dog park. You can pick up guys with that. Mm, I just don't know how that's going to happen. but People like dogs. Everybody likes dogs. Takes the patty. Just post up outside. Say it's a service dog. Set. Oh, get it registered as an emotional support dog. Yeah, you can take it to work. 
Take it inside the patty. Wow. Yeah. Big things. Yeah, people do that at home growing all the time, dude. You'll see like three or four dogs there. I hate that. I love it, dude. <laughs> Living. Why don't you like that, Ezra? Because dogs smell. Like, it's cool for like going out to the park or we're going like to your house and your dog's clean and cuddly. But not everybody cleans their dog as much as they need to. And when I'm trying to eat and drink on my drink, I don't want to smell dog. You don't smell dog, trust me. No, you honestly, smell dog. Honestly, some people smell worse than dogs when I go out. Like, most people don't know how to bathe themselves. Mm, so, true. smelling a dog isn't that bad. I don't know who you're hanging out with. No, wet dog's the worst. I'll give you that. Unpopular opinion. Actually, probably a popular opinion. Sometimes, maybe. Sort of, kind of. I think white girl hair smells like wet dog. <laughs> what girls are yep. you sniffing? No, wet hair. Uh, uh, I done been around white bitches <laughs> and they hair smell like, yo, did you just come out your dog color, bitch? Oh, my God. 100%. I just want to know what girls you're sniffing and what shampoo they use because I can guarantee my hair has never smelled like a dog. Huh. Now we're going to have to find out. When it rains next time, we'll find out. <laughs> no, it literally always smells like either my gel or my coconut shampoo. I feel like a lot of girls like to flex that their hair smells good. Yeah. Like girls always oh, do 100%. Like, smell I take my pride hair. in it. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I take pride in smelling good. It's like As my, you should. Most people... Uh-uh. That is not as you should. You should take pride in being clean. I don't think you need to smell good to be clean. Because generally... Yes, you the, do. The people who smell good are putting on a lot of extra that is not needed. And now I got to wonder, why you smell that good, bitch? Because you haven't showered in two days? All right, now I got a question. No, if you haven't showered in two days, it doesn't matter how much perfume you put on. It's not going to cover... You're like stale ass stench. See, that's why I disagree because I think it will. I met a bunch of girls in my life who really don't sweat. And that's just something I got to figure out. Diana's a claim she's a scientist because she's a bio major. So maybe her, me and her will have to talk about this. But I know a lot of girls who really don't sweat. So I feel like if they went a day or two without showering and then when they went out and sprayed themselves in perfume, it might cover it. Because I didn't pass bitches that smell like they took a bath in perfume. Like, Guys do the exact same thing. Do you? Yes, no. When I'm at the gym mm. and guys walk out of the locker room, there is a literal tunnel of Axe body spray no, hell no. coming out of the locker room. It is disgusting. That That's was like stupid. cool in middle school. And then you got to like eighth grade and it was like, all right, man, I'm going to just take a shower. If I no, leave the gym, I know I smell. That's why I go home to shower. Yeah. I'll make yeah. post gym plans. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna work out for like two hours, go in the locker room, cover myself in perfume, and then walk out thinking that I smell good. But what's like, why would you even do there's no positive to doing that? No, and act literally smells like gasoline. It is so bad. Oh my gosh. See, Hold it. Hate I it. think people think Axe smells really bad. I've never been an Axe user. It irritates my skin. I'm allergic to Irish Springs and shit, and Axe got a lot of the same shit that Irish Springs does. Not Irish Springs, Old Spice. Here's my thing, though, on that. I think that girl, because Axe does not smell good, I agree. But I think that girls think that the perfumes that they buy, like the little, like, $10, $12 bottles of perfume that just smell like fruit and flowers, I feel like <laughs> good when it really does not. I'm like, bitch, just, just hit your pits with some soap and come out. 
So, like, you don't you don't like when, like, girls smell good? No, I like smell good. But I don't want you to artificially smell too good. Oh, okay. Mm. So, you don't... Okay, I see what Are you're Are you against cologne? Um, here's my thing. I had a real nice cologne I used to, like... If I'm going to, like, a job interview, it's, like, a mm. fancy function, I might really spray one pump of cologne, but it's only going on my wrist. I'm not really just, like, putting on cologne to go places. Because I feel like that's, like, bro, like, I use nice soap. I'm going to take a shower with this soap, and I'm good to go. Throw on some deodorant, and we're out. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't used cologne in the longest time. I just use deodorant. I always have compliments that I smell good. So I I'm also like, cool. don't use, like, super smelly deodorant either. I no. use, like, real basic Dove deodorant. It doesn't really smell like much. I use body spray every day, and the last relationship I was in, I changed the body spray, and he, like, he noticed. So I had to go back mm -hmm. to using the exact same thing. But he liked the one I was using and not the one I changed it to. So, I mean, now I have a pattern and I can't change it. Like, I oh. don't use, like, good-smelling deodorant or anything. And I don't, I mean, besides my shampoo and conditioner that smells and my body spray, I don't really do anything like nuts, but it's all like coconut smelling stuff. Let me give you some advice, Paige. Never change for any man. Never change for any man is advice one. Advice two, throw out any coconut fragrance you want. <laughs> Why? It's I love coconut. coconut. Cocoa butter, shea butter, all of it in the trash. I love I it. I use coconut uh, hair wash and stuff. Oh. I gotta get new uh, the, what the fuck is it? Conditioner. I gotta get new conditioner. My shampoo is unscented. Why? I just don't like all these like extra smell. Here's my thing though, because you're gonna you're gonna shower with this body wash, and they're gonna put mm -hmm. a different smelling shampoo and conditioner in your hair. They're gonna put a deodorant that smells like none of the three, and they're gonna spray <laughs> some cologne on the way out. Why you gotta smell like six different stores? <laughs> Well, see, no, mine isn't coconut smell. It's a coconut base thing. That's just a different Oh, product. okay, okay. Yeah, and then I use organic soap, so whatever one I run through, and then deodorant, so that's about it. Well, I just get stuff that, like, complements each other. So, so you like, smell like a my... pina colada? So yeah, you probably pretty smell much. real strong of that smell. <laughs> it's not, like, overbearing, Jesus, like. I'm not she walking around like an, in like a hula skirt. Yeah. Like. She's like an Abercrombie and Fitch walking store. Oh, fuck mm. no. That stuff gives me such an asthma attack every time I walk in there. I literally can't breathe. You know what I used to hate? Abercrombie and Fitch, and I think Hollister would do it too. Their regular employees were called models. Just because they would like walk around the store and like straighten up shirts and shit. And in high school, those niggas would be like, yeah, I'm a model. I'm like, no, nigga, you just work <laughs> in retail like anyone else in high school. That's so true. My friend, my friend, or this guy with high school with Ben, he, um, his dad went and took pictures of him working at Abercrombie and posted them on Facebook because he was, like, considered a model or whatever. That's yeah. stupid. So dumb. I also hate when you walk in those stores and they spray you with perfume. They spray you? Yeah, has that ever happened to you? No. I think I was, in Hall I was walking in Hollister, and they, like, sprayed my arm. Mm. It looked like an easy target, I guess. I guess. The owners are raging racist. Oh, God, I remember those stories that yep. were coming out about the every, like, minority person worked on the back. 
And then Literally. every white person worked uh, in like the front of the store and all that stuff. And then he said he didn't want black people buying his clothes. Yeah. What the hell? Well, I mean, their clothes aren't great anyway. I'll I mean, go their, clothes there to look. The, their clothes were the shit in middle school. You didn't have a Hollister shirt? Who were you? Bro, I had some good Hollister shirts. There's some good quality stuff. They were good colors. Yeah, but then you wind up looking like cookie cutter compared to every single person you go to school with. Yeah, that was I'm middle school, not though. about that life. Yeah, you were allowed to look like everyone in middle school. That was the right thing to do. Yeah, you didn't want to be that guy wearing Aeropostale. <laughs> Aeropostale! <laughs> can't be called that. I didn't know it was French. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else it would be. I mean, a lot of Hispanics wore it, so I could put, like, a Spanish accent on it, I guess. <laughs> I thought it was Aeropostale. Yeah, that sounds more likely. I guess we'll never know. Never. Aeropostel. Hold on, now I gotta look to see how it's pronounced. I think it's Aeropostel. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, I might have said three different things at this point. That sounds like an Italian dish. It sounds fire, dude. Isn't that Aeropostel? <laughs> Ooh, you caught that Aeropostel? Yeah. <laughs> We're on to something. Uh, while Paige looks that up, I think we should switch into these... Uh, these democratic debates that have been going on. Um, I didn't really watch them because I just don't care because there's 3,000 people running for the Dems right now. Yeah, it's way too crowded right now. And they're all just sitting here selling people dreams about things that's not going to come true. So I just don't care to listen. But apparently Joe Biden was getting worked by uh, was it Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala Harris was working him. But here's the issue. People are starting to fall for her shit. She is not for the black people. Mm-hmm. But she's going to probably win the bid, and they're going to all look stupid. I saw uh, a thread on Twitter about her, like shit she used to do and say. Yeah. She's so shady, dude. If people did any little bit of research on her and all the things she was doing towards, you know, illegal immigrants and just minorities in general, you would be, like, major red flag for the shit that she's doing. She is not trying to help you guys out at all. Do not listen to her nonsense. The problem is everyone's pushing the agenda so hard because people really want a Michelle to run. And then they're like, oh, Oprah's going to run. So they're pushing this. We need another black president, but we need a woman president. Dang, Kamala's available. Let's make it hurt. And no. it's not right. Nope. Don't want that. Don't want that at all. I don't think there's, I mean, I need to do more research on the candidates, but again, it's too thick of a field. Yeah. But I just don't think there's anybody right now who I'm interested in. I'm a Biden guy through and through. Biden? I, I mean, I don't know. Biden's just whatever to me. And Biden, I trust. He seems a little old. What would that mean to me? Oh, by the way, yes, yeah. Arrow Postal. That's just completely wrong. Yeah. But I've never. Heard. Yeah, that sounds wild. Arrow Postal. Um, stupid. Yeah, uh, I just don't know. The Dems, I just, I don't care right now. I don't even know. When's the election? When are the primaries? Primaries have to be end of this year, right? I feel like February. 
see. Ten started next year. <sighs> yeah, it's in twenty twenty. Mm, well, <coughs> I don't know. Biden looks weaker while Harrison Warren surge. I people have been getting behind Elizabeth Warren. No, nah, people have been sucking on Warren too. I don't like it. Um, Bernie saying I have not been hearing about Bernie like that. Bernie hasn't been doing good. Biden is the leader in every recent poll, though, but the size is not getting too big. Bernie has dropped significantly. Hmm. I think Bernie just, he got fucked over, and it's kind of the same thing if, like, Hillary ran again, or you're just not going to win. Yeah. And people do love Biden. He got caught up with the one he was running again. Two, he's running again against Biden. Yeah. The people love, and then Camilla Harris, who the black people have put at the forefront, and then when people saw his tax returns, they weren't in love with that either. Bernie's, yeah. I mean, he had that book come out, so I'm, I'm assuming he made a shit ton of money off that. He made a shit ton of money, and he credited a lot of it to his book. And people are like, uh, I don't know. Dude, the first Democratic was four hours. It was two nights. Okay. I still can't believe that mayor's in the running still. Pete Buttigieg or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayor Pete. That's fucking wild. Apparently, he fucked up. Uh, There was, like, a shooting in his town, and he went back for that. And I guess he didn't say it. He didn't word it the first way. Like, someone was, like, asking him why he's there, like, shitting on him. He's like, look, I'm not looking for your vote. Or something like that. Basically, like, he didn't care about their vote. But then he, like, people were like, what the fuck does that even mean? And then he was like, listen, I'm dealing with this shooting right now. Like, the votes aren't important, blah, blah, blah. Which I'm but, not mad at. But apparently people took. I, it's it's always the first headline that people hear. So he was just fucked after that. Um, did you guys see uh, Andrew Yang's freedom dividends thing? Oh, no. It's like... Basically, what he wants to do, because he, he's like a successful uh, guy in bit like Silicon Valley and all that running. And he can tell that a lot of things are going into automation job-wise, so there's going to be a big drop-off in like jobs eventually. Yeah. So his, his thing running right now is anyone who's over 18 should get $1,000 a month, no questions asked. For what? Like, just everybody who's over 18 should get $1,000 a month, no questions asked. No, I need to ask questions. And his theory off this is basically people are going to be happier because they have more income. This $1,000 a month, no matter what, you know, they'll be eating better, they'll be feeling better, so health care won't be as bad. The economy is going to be doing better because you'll have more money flowing into you know, uh, local businesses, stuff like that. And he's saying that there's a potential to create 2 million jobs directly just from this. And the way he plans to do it is taxing big corporations that are dodging uh, a bunch of stuff like Amazon, who gets a shit ton of tax credits and all that. Saying it could bring in $800 billion to do that. And the only thing that would uh, be an issue... So it would replace, you know, welfare programs like food stamps and stuff like that. But you could, you would have to opt into it. 
So if you're getting more money out of welfare and like food stamps and all that, you wouldn't have to do it. Mm. I, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. When I first heard it, I was like, bro, you can't just give people $1,000 a month. The more I looked into it, I wouldn't be like, if he got elected and he was giving me $1,000 a month, I wouldn't be mad at it. So I'm coming around to the idea of it. I feel like with a thousand dollar a month, depending on where you live and the lifestyle you live, mm-hmm. you could really be a fucking bum. Yeah. Because I know people where they rent and they're grown. They rent like three fifty, four hundred dollars. Yeah. But you got an extra six hundred dollars to just fuck around. That can lead to some real complacency. It definitely could. Um, <clears throat> but I'm still not mad at it. You I'm know. Mad at it. You but imagine you just get a thousand like direct deposit first of the month every every month. I mean, I would like it for me. Yeah. But I wouldn't like it for everybody. I mean, it definitely helps that it's not raising taxes on anybody else except for these corporations that are dodging taxes. That's definitely a plus. I'm not yeah, mad at know. that. Because all these companies get so many tax breaks. For you know, just putting their like big corporations and businesses in certain states, so it's like, all right, you just tax them, and we just get some money out of it. I'm I, mean, that. I mean, Paige, how lovely would you be living to have just an extra grand at, at every month? Wait, why would I be getting an extra grand? You, were you not oh. listening the whole time? I wasn't, because I don't even know what you all are talking about. Oh my. Damn, I just gave a full explanation on this. You really did. <laughs> like I mean, the, yeah, I'd love to have an extra grant. It was a full explanation. So one of the Democratic presidents <laughs> is trying to give everybody $1,000 a month. Basically, with automations, people are going to be losing jobs. So he said, anybody over 18, it's 1000 a month, boost the economy, 2 million jobs created from it. Uh, you would tax big corporations that are dodging taxes, and you would opt into it if you were on welfare. So... If you were getting more money out of welfare, you wouldn't have to op- you wouldn't have to take thousand dollars. But yeah, basically get a thousand dollars a month. I mean, yeah, I'm down for an extra thousand. <clears throat> I'm so proud this isn't getting more like coverage, honestly. I don't think anybody's like <clears throat> against themselves getting an extra thousand. Yeah. But I think what we've got to worry about in that situation is everybody is now going to get an extra thousand. Mm-hmm. Your dope boy on the corner who's moving a certain amount of O's every week because he can only afford two of them now can afford four. He can now afford to go into the Coke game, then the heroin game, because we're giving him more money to invest than literally dealing drugs. <laughs> Some people don't need an extra little bit of money to be comfortable because that's a, that can make you real comfortable an extra thousand a month. So how would three thousand? This is an extra thousand every month. You don't got to work no extra hours. There's no overtime. There's really no strings attached to it. It's like a universal basic income aspect. Yeah. Um. What would so what would how would you implement it still? But you know you can't have any crime record. That would be one of the first things I would put. Can't have any crime record. I don't care if it's a misdemeanor from seventh grade. Can't have it. No crime record. Um. Can't be on any child support. Can't be on child support. If you're on child support, I'm not going to give you an extra thousand that you're still not going to give your baby moms. So <laughs> can't, 
can't be on child support. Um, I support the welfare and food steps. You got to opt in. You can't have both of them, clearly. I yeah. keep that one. There's no way you get both of them. Um, if you opt in, you've got to be out of Section 8 or assisted living housing within two years because they're going to hand you 24000 just like that. So That's a good little salary. Yeah, literally. Um, you've got to hold at least a job for six months out of the year to continue to get it. Mm, so you're not, not just going to... Fr- eight months out of the year, you got to hold a job. So that way you're not freeloading? Yeah, because it can get to some real complacent freeloading. Mm. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, those are the only ones I can really think of off the top of my head. And I feel like those are all good starting points. I'm not mad at that. Hmm. I definitely Hmm. agree with the criminal record thing. Um, (laughs) Because, yeah, that that's just like that's gonna cut a solid amount of people out. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like just like how I think welfare should have drug testing, monthly drug testing. Um, I feel like if you're going to get an extra $1,000 a month, you need to pass a drug test. Ooh. That's one I can't support solely because weed is legal in so many states now. Well, yeah, clearly not those states. No, but I'm saying like you can go on vacation and smoke out. The drug test one, that element's got to be thrown out. Well, I mean, it depends on how much you spoke and how long you're gone on vacation. If you spoke weed once a month, it's not going to show up because it'll be out of your system the next day. But if you're a constant pot smoker and um, then, like, say, you know, you smoke all the fucking time and have for two years, you move to Kentucky and get a drug test, you're fucked because it's illegal here and not there. But how so, would that be? Nah, I think how would that be fair if it's universal? It, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not fair. So like, you would need to not move to Kentucky. Clearly, no. Nah, I think have the drug test element. I think you can drug test. I think you could just take weed off of it. Yeah. Just that's you fine. can drug test everything, but not weed, because I think it's become so commonplace now, and there's so many industries say, building off of it. I'll say within the next two to three. No, maybe. And maybe three to five years, all states will have weed being being legalized. You get federally though. That's where it really matters. All yeah. right, so we'd have to take coke off too now. No, we can't drug test for coke. No, you what? can drug test for coke. The Why richest, would you... Nick, literally the richest percent in America, do the most coke. That doesn't make it correct. So they won't get a thousand dollars. They'll be all right. They don't yeah, need the thousand dollars anyway. If they can do coke and don't even need the thousand. I don't think the drug test part is like. I don't think that really plays a part in this. It's one hundred percent plays a part in it because if you're doing drugs, you don't need another thousand dollars to invest in drugs. Yeah. You literally just said that about the drug dealer. That's the drug dealers though. Here's my thing. What is <laughs> the drug dealers <laughs> can't get money, but the drug users go. As long as you're doing the drugs, then you can get the extra money. But if you're selling them, it's like no. Let's say you work a stressful job on Wall Street, entry level. They pay you $51,000. you are stressed out working 16 hours a day, six days a week. And mm-hmm. you come home, you want to relax, you want to do a line of coke, drink your beer, watch the game, and wake up and do the same shit six days a week. I'm not mad at you because you're still going out to make an honest living. I don't think 
No. That's no. just okay, no. Just, no, that's so stupid. That's so nah. stupid. <laughs> Man, if they want to be told, let them be told. Yeah. No, that's like, all right. So, we so you know, me and my wife, now. me and my wife got in an argument. To feel better, I'm going to shoot up some heroin real quick. But it's okay because I have a job. Yeah. Are we testing for pills too? Yes. Gotta go. Molly gotta go. Well, I mean, it's, it's prescribed go. to you by go. a doctor. Yeah, if it's huh? prescribed, it's fine. If it's prescribed to you by a doctor, then it's fine. But if you're doing drugs Man, illegally and you're getting support from the government, you need to be drug tested for it. Everybody on this podcast can go tomorrow. Tell the doctor they can't focus at their job and get prescribed something. You're not getting prescribed coke. Yes, I hear. <laughs> or, or Molly or LSD or. I'm getting prescribed all day because that's what I'm asking them for. No. Oh my gosh. No. I mean, I'm taking the test out of this. No. Drug test definitely got to be in that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else? I like the employment one. I think it. <laughs> It is important that you should have a job. But what about hmm, what about these kids that are in high school that are 18? And they're 18? Yeah. I got my first job at 15, so they got to go get a job if they want an extra foul. I know people that don't have, that didn't have jobs. I know people their first job is in college. I agree. I, know we, I hire a lot of people that are, their first job is in college. But if we're just going to hand you 1000 you need to also have a little part-time. You can work 10 hours a week. I don't care. What if you do uh, volunteer work? Nothing. You gotta give me back five hundred. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with Ezra on the employment thing. If the government is giving you a thousand dollars, you at least need to be employed in some aspect where you're, where you're taxed or something. Like, it's like a take some, give some type thing. I guess you're probably gonna get taxed more than you would get that thousand dollars. I mean, true, but like, how, like, how does it make any sense? Like, if you're 26, not doing anything, you're just living off that thousand dollars a month. What's the point of that? What if 18 to, let's go 21, you don't need to have a job. Once you turn 21, that's a requirement. Nah, Ooh. I would say 18. Yeah, to me, 18 is still a stretch for you to not have a. I want you to have a job before 18. So to go all the way to 18 and not have a job, I'm still questioning it. I don't know. I, I mean, I just because I know a lot of people who don't Oh, I know one, one of my like best friends out here, Diana. Diana has never had a job. She's 21. Especially if you're well off and your parents just take care of you. Yeah, but that instills in you at a, like, a young age. Like, I feel like if you go long, if you go to like 20, 21 without having a job, you're going to go through, like, the first parts of having a job and, like, that learning curve at 21 that other people did at 14. You're going to learn, like, hey, I can't be five minutes late. This is my real job. You're going to learn, like, yo, I can't talk to my supervisor however I want because this is my real job. And you will learn that at, like, 14, 15 at your part-time job. So if you never learn that, I feel like you go to your real job and you're going to learn that fast and they're not going to keep you on. Ooh. So, all right. So, he, so Andrew Yang's thing was have it at 18. What if it's as soon as you have a job? You get that thousand dollars. There you go. Hell you can no. do that. What? <laughs> you get a job at fourteen in Virginia. Yeah. If you gave me a thousand dollars a month at fourteen, I would have been a villain. But it's it's giving you an incentive to get a job at a younger age, so you don't just feed off your parents and all that. A lot yeah, of bum ass people living off welfare would get off their ass and get a job if you did that. Yeah, but at, whenever you could get a nah, I say eighteen is it. Could you imagine you at 15, 16 with $1,000 a month? 
yeah, you'd be living great. It would also like, teach you financial responsibility a lot sooner. I don't think it would because you know you have a thousand every month. Yeah, but then it would teach you like because you would people would blow through it right and they would fuck it up, and then eventually it might take you like a year or two, but you'd be like, all right, I can't just blow through this fucking grand every month. But if we make it to, you can get it as soon as you get a job. Like I said, someplace you can get a job fourteen fifteen. Mm-hmm. You'll never learn that lesson because you could at fourteen fifteen. I'll blow through a thousand dollars every month for three years because it won't matter. Because next month I'm gonna have another thousand dollars. At fourteen, what I need a thousand dollars for to go to the movies? Yeah, but mom, mom only let me go to the movies one day out the week anyway, so I need ten dollars for that. I got an extra thousand to blow. I mean, again, the you're you would also have the fact that your parents are probably step in and probably be like, listen, we're going to put that money somewhere. We're going to save that. See, that also gets tricky because now you're giving minors $1,000 and in the right neighborhood, that $1,000 that minor t- got, that just turned into mom got $2,000 this month. Hey, man, whatever. Listen, whatever happens with the money, it's not the government's nah. issue. The Once thing- it goes out of their account into your hands or whatever, it's, it's no longer their problem. The younger the age gets, the more fuck shit I can see happening. Listen, Mom but getting her nails done every week. She got a new wig every week. She, she got a new car every month. Come on, that's not the government's issue, though. Yeah, They're just giving you the money, and then whatever happens is whatever happens. We would set them up to take advantage and scam their kids. Hey, whatever happens, happens. I couldn't. I'm I could not mad at it. it. So you can allow someone to do coke and you get $1,000, but you can't let a kid working a part-time job at, like, 14, 15, 16 get it. Not at all. That's why. Because coke probably wakes up every morning and still goes to his job. To get that job that he's doing coke at in this scenario... What if I'm he's assuming, doing coke at on the job? That's fine. If he's still producing, I'm assuming he went and got a degree in whatever it is to get this job. So he had to do stuff, and he had to grind to get there. If we get 14 and 15-year-olds $1,000... I might be in jail by 16 if you give me $1,000. Because like I said, at 14, 15, all I'm going to do is go to the movies, maybe walk around the mall a little bit. I'm going to be the flyest nigga acting the fuck up on my four-wheeler in the middle of the road. That's what's going to happen. And someone's going to have to arrest me. At that hey, rate. And then you know what? You lose that $1,000 so you have a criminal record. Well, I'll have criminal record. Hey, no, I won't. At 14? No. Fuck that. What would you do with $1,000 at 14? I, my parents probably wouldn't even let me have it. They probably put it in the fucking savings account. I don't want that though, because then I gotta track the savings. I'm gonna start doing the math, and when they give me the savings, all the money not gonna be there. Come on. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I I, just, I don't know. How did I think get kicked out? I'm not sure. She should probably just rejoin. But um. I don't know. I feel like once you get that part-time job, you should be you should have access to it. Man. God, I would have been a villain. I would have came to practice fucking throwing ones on the coaches with a thousand dollars. But you gotta think, everybody else also has a thousand dollars, so they're just looking at you like, oh that's cute. Like it's not just you, everybody else would also have a thousand dollars. I mean, you could be right. I mean, you're not wrong. Everybody would have a thousand. But it's just, yeah. uh, I just, uh, I don't like it. Do you want to get into this 
caravan people. So you're saying something about people are taking caravans up to Canada on Canada Day for drugs? Yeah, so I read this article from Facebook, Mm -hmm. and um, Canada Day was on Monday. And I don't know if you all know anything about, like, the pharmaceutical industry and insulin prices. Yeah. But insulin is truly, like, so ridiculously expensive. Like, um, after I mentioned it today, I was looking up prices. And I looked up, I think it was, like, three or four different brands. The most expensive one to get insulin, like, this is this is the price, like, from the manufacturer without insurance coverage. And for three months worth, it was... Um, $2,654. Hold on, what? Yeah. For like enough insulin to last you three months, it was $2,654. Without insurance? Without insurance. Hmm. And then the way the insurance company I work for, your copayment is based on the plan you have in the percent co-insurance. So, like, say you owe, like, 30% co-insurance, you have to pay 30% of that price to get your insulin to live. So, there were people, there's, like, a big caravan group. They all drove up to Canada from, you know, I think it was, like, northeast somewhere. But they all drove to Canada and got insulin because Canada has free health care. So, they went and got insulin and then brought it back to America. So how much do they get it up in Canada? It was free. <clears throat> so can they just go up to Canada and get free insulin whenever? Yeah, you can just go into like a walk-in clinic. Say you're diabetic, that you need a prescription for insulin. They'll give you a prescription for insulin. You take it to the pharmacy and you're good. Without being a Canadian citizen. Yep. Dude, people are fucking up. If I live like on uh, like near Niagara Falls in New York, I would go to Canada all the time if anything was wrong with me. Yeah, a lot of people um, do that for inhalers. Like, they'll go up, get a prescription for an inhaler, and then ship it back to people in America, because inhalers are really expensive, too. Yeah, I got mine. Yeah. I know the struggles of being an inhaler uh, user. Same. Mine was 65 bucks after insurance. I think the one that I got was like 25 or something. But still... Yeah, and I don't even need it, so that's even better. I'll sell it to somebody. 50 yeah, bucks. Sell it on the black market. Yeah. That is wild, though. Yeah. Um, And that was this brand called Trulicity, and then there's, like, Lantis, and then the insurance company I work for, they have, like, their own brand of insulin, and it's just, it's just so, so expensive. Like, I was talking to a guy today, and he was talking about how he couldn't afford his insulin, so he was just going to stop buying it. Damn. And he's he's type one, so he's like born with it. Mm. Wild. Yeah, man. It's because these insurance what's everything gets marked up so highly to make such a high profit because they know that insurance companies are gonna pay the bulk of it most of the time. So people without insurance just really get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda wild. It's even worse when there's, like, a medication on the market that helps a ton of people and the manufacturer has, like, monopolized it so they won't allow anybody to make a generic. Yeah. So then they can charge whatever the fuck they want because they know people have to take it. 
like there's this med- there's this heart medication called Eliquis, mm-hmm. and it there's only a brand name. There's no generic, and they charge over eight hundred dollars for it. Damn. See, uh, as a human, it's like damn that sucks. But as a businessman, I like it. <laughs> I actually love it. Cause I, I mean, yeah, it's a, a great business move. They're geniuses. It's wild because it's a kind of a weird line with how you can get away with that. Because Martin Screlly went to jail. Was it? Did he go to jail for doing that? Didn't he go to jail for raising prices on like certain medicines that he owned? Yeah, uh, for a little. He got sued. Didn't he? I know he got sued big time. But it's like, at what point does it go from being like capitalism to like, oh, evil? There shouldn't be a point. Honestly, there should be no point. Because this is America is a capitalist state. You should be able to make as much fucking profit as you want. But at some point, the government feels like, damn, we're going to lose money with the backlash and then not making a generic one so more people can afford it than him just keeping it to himself. So then they step in and fuck it up. But I don't think, like, as a capitalist state, I don't think there's any point where it's like, oh, you're making too much of a profit. Because we don't tell fucking Jordan that he makes too much of a profit on these shoes that cost him $20 to make and he can sell for three, dollars $400. When are you going to tell him his profit is too much? Yeah. It'll become a slippery slope. Paige, what's the most expensive, like, medicine that you guys deal with on, like, a regular basis? Uh, it would be like a tier five level cancer medications. Mm. How much does that cost with that insurance? There, I've seen one, and I swear to you, it was ten thousand dollars. <sighs> and again, all these prices are before insurance, so insurance helps some, but yeah, that's yeah. still wild. Absolutely wild. Isn't there a point where your uh, patent on medication runs out, and then it becomes generic? I don't know. I think I'm that's not a really thing. sure how that works. I think, I think so. It depends on the medication. And yeah, there's like lower cost alternatives and stuff, but there's never like a exact generic of monopolized ones, which sucks. But twenty years, so you have a twenty year patent for like brand name drugs before they they have, they can become generic. Well, so you have twenty years to make as much money as you possibly can. That's yeah, why people have it so expensive. Yeah, yeah, but you know with their lawyers and these corporations, by the time they get to 19 years, they've got all the paperwork in to renew that patent. You probably don't beat them to getting the patent. You probably violate their patent because they already have a new one that quick. Because they got the best lawyers in the world. So they're not going to let this hit the market. No, I mean, it, I think it's like a legal thing. No, I just think your patent ends, like, because it's FDA approved and shit. So after 20 years, they got to, like, retest all your shit. So I think the patent will, like, run out at that rate. But I think you can re-up the patent. I don't think so. Uh, now we got to search this. Patient uh, patent one. Yeah, it's 20 years. 20 years what, though? Are they saying you can't re-up it after 20 years? Yeah. Although patents are good for 20 years after they mention a drug, you pay up state years to get testing. Let's see what else it says. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it just becomes generic after that. Oh, well then fucking hike the prices higher. If I make something, if I find a shirt or something, and I know I've only got 20 years to sell it, 
you might damn near be lucky if I don't sell it for a million a pill. Well, then nobody's going to be able to afford it, so they just won't take it. They're sure to afford it. They're just going to have to up their premiums. Hey, don't let me find a cure to anything. Because I'm going dumb. Yeah, but even if you have a premium, most insurances, you're going to have a co-payment. And most people can't afford the premium and the co-payment. So then they just won't buy it. They're going to have to start robbing, lying, and stealing. If only they had like $1,000 a month or something. It'd be wild. No, right? that won't help them. <laughs> they're going to need a million a month to afford the pills I'm selling. As long as they have a job and they're not doing illegal drugs. True. Especially since they've been saving since they got their first part-time job. It's even better, you know. At the age of 14. Yeah. How many years is it? 14 to like, uh, let's say you get it at 20. That's six years. 12 on Huh. We'll sell it for 96000 a pill. That's reasonable. <laughs> And honestly, if a medication was that expensive, your insurance wouldn't cover it anyway because they don't want to foot the bill. So, mm. Damn. Now I'm going to be the only one sitting here with the cure. And everyone else is going to be dying. And you know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be sitting there rubbing it in niggas' faces. Throwing pills down the sink. God, you, know it'd be, you know it would be fucked up, but even more wild. <laughs> what? So you get the cure for like a certain disease, right? And you just sit on it don't tell anybody about it, and you sell, like, another drug that is, like, half, like, you know, half as good, and just make more money off that. Because if once there's a cure out there for stuff, you start losing all those patients. You're not wrong. That's what they're doing with AIDS, cancer, probably, all that shit, honestly. I'm not going to treat it, I'm just going to ease it for you. Yeah, because how much money is, as Paige said, there's so much money to be made in pharmaceuticals. Like, they probably have cures for so much shit, and they're just like, nah, we're good. We'll just put out these versions that kind of do stuff for some people, hit or miss. I like we'll see it. what happens. It's wild. Yeah, or they half-ass it, and it only cures some of the symptoms, but not the other ones, so you die from the other symptoms that aren't cured. <laughs> Or they, well, it kind of helped. They put you on like a drug cocktail and they're like, maybe it'll work. We'll see. Yeah. It's fucking pharmaceutical industry. But I'm invested in it, so I'm here for it. Right. Oh, let's see. Uh, let's get into some ports talk, sports talk. Um, trying to think. So, NBA free agency happened on Sunday. Yeah. And. Even before six, like Woj was already dropping some bombs. So once six hit, it was just tweet after tweet after tweet about everything going on. Fucking Kyrie to the Nets, KD to the Nets. They both took less money so that DeAndre Jordan could go to the Nets. Um, Brogdon, I think he went to the Mavs. Porzingis got a contract from the Mavs. Jimmy Butler signed and trade. Sixers with Josh Jackson. Um, they get out Horford. The Knicks get nobody. That's fucking hysterical. Yeah, that is funny. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting other things. Kate, uh, 
the Warriors do a sign and trade to get D'Lo, but then they're like, we're going to trade him eventually. Kind of dickhead, but I respect it. Clay gets his max. We're still waiting on Kyrie. I feel like it's been an eternity. Kawhi. Oh, yeah, cut Kawhi. I would like to let it be known that on Porch Talk Sport Talk, four or five episodes back, I said that I had both of them going to the Nets. Did you really? I Yes. And I've been preaching this forever, and everybody doubted me. And I was like, yo, there's been too many, like, leaks about it, and nobody ever talks about the Nets. So the fact that they were mentioning this, like, a month ago made me know that something was going on with these Nets. It's because of Kyrie. Kyrie just wanted to go to the Nets. I think DeAndre Jordan also not playing for the – the Knicks last year, and then him going to the Nets says a lot about the Knicks organization. Yeah. I think uh, James Dolan needs to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, most people do. Um, the Jimmy Butler trade was interesting. Sign yeah. Trade. And then when they got rid of Whiteside, I was like, bro, what is going on? Uh, they're just on full fucking rebuild. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's going to Portland now. Yeah, um, me down there is just like, I mean, I guess he'll get some money, but it's a waste of his time. I think after this season, Jimmy Butler just realized he just wants to be the man and get paid. Because yeah. there's no income tax down in Florida. Yeah, but you'll pay other taxes. But it's a lot less. Like, he's probably going to get a good amount of that $145 million compared to, like, KD and shit, who I was reading after taxes is going to make, like, 76 out of the 140 that he was supposed to get. I believe it. Honestly, I don't think people look into that enough as a, uh, as a player. I would try to play with whoever's going to give me the biggest tax break as a player. That's why Kawhi wants to leave. They were talking about Kawhi needs to leave Toronto because I think he gets hit with crazy taxes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if L.A. would be much better, honestly. Oh, it would because he's got to pay taxes in two countries right now. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> The longer it takes, the more I know that he's coming to the Lakers. And the it, only way he wouldn't, and I'd be okay, is if he spurns them and goes to the Mavs. Because the Mavs will win a chip if he does this. I don't think the Mavs have a – do they have a max slot? They don't have a max. I think they said they had like 26. I don't know if he would take that. Great. I, would I wouldn't. I'm just saying go for a year. Like get a two-year player option. Yeah, I was – who was talking about it? I just saw a video of um, Jalen Rose was talking about it. And I don't believe anything Jalen Rose says. I just – I think he's just taking a hot guess like everybody else. He was like, Kawhi's going to sign a two-year deal with the Raptors. And then once, what, 2022 comes around, he'll be able to get, like, the biggest contract ever because, like, whatever, the CBA, like, probably an ATV deal and shit. I wouldn't do a two-year – the only way I'd do a two-year is if it was a one – with a player option after one where he yeah. can leave next year. Because I'd want it back for at least one year. If he um, wants to stay in the East, he'd go right back to the finals. Don't think so. Because KD is out right now. I think the Sixers are serious. I think the East is getting better every year. The Sixers are nice, and the lineup looks real good. The only issue is we got to know if they're going to mesh. They keep just throwing new talent in there year after year. And these aren't like little guys. These are all like big-name players. Every player on that team an all-star on their starting lineup. I think the Al Horford pickup will be huge just because you need someone who can kind of control the paint like that. And he's such a good lockdown defender where 
if MB needs to sit out and just kind of chill, it's not like when you had just had Boban out there, who is like a fucking minus fifty on his plus minus for his minutes played, which was like destroying the Sixers in the playoffs. So I think that'll be big. And if fucking Ben Simmons can fucking develop a goddamn jump shot. You know, I used to think Ben needs a jumper. I don't think he needs a jumper anymore. I just think Ben needs a three. If he can hit the three, I'm fine. Just if he just hit the thirty percent from three and I'm straight. If he just even takes jump shots, just so people have to let him like make a handful just so people have to respect it a little bit more, that'll help out. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to hit fucking 7 from 10 from the field, but just give me, like, 4 for 9, 4 for 12. Who the fuck cares, dude? The Jazz are looking real good. They, they are good. sneaky nice. They got someone else. I just can't remember who it was after Colin. They picked up so many pieces. Yeah, the Jazz are going to be a real nice piece. The Jazz and the Mavs have been secretly building their teams up. Yeah. Um, the West is going to be fun. It it's really in the West can play. It really feels wide open in the NBA right now. It doesn't feel like the normal, like the Warriors are going to win at all. I mean, it feels wide open, but like almost not wide. It's a weird feeling. I still think LeBron and Anthony Davis is a force to be reckoned with. Hey, I heard they're going to get um. Melo to come in on the vet men. Jared Smith is supposed to come in on the vet men. They're going to get a lot of players on the vet men who will be quality role players because they want to play with LeBron and get a chip. So this could really be a team that's really stacking up here soon. If they don't get Kawhi, you have to be pissed as a Lakers organization because they could have spent money on some good role players. But at this point, everybody else who's decent is gone. No, it's those quality ones out. I mean, they got. They said that um, if because they're wait, some of the players are waiting to hear from Kawhi to Kawhi does. If Kawhi doesn't sign with the Raptors, they said Danny Green has a deal with the Mavs. But I think if he doesn't go Lakers or Raptors, if he goes Mavs, I think there's a chance the Lakers could pull Danny Green. Seth Curry is available. Nah, Seth, Seth Curry signed. With who? I think he signed with the Mavs. Did he? I think so. It's having it happened yesterday. Damn, I did not hear that he signed. Yeah. PJ Tucker's still open, ain't he? I don't know. Mm, he might still be on the Rockets. You know Swaggy P is available? No one needs Swaggy P. What you mean? Swaggy has always been good, though. That's the thing. He's he hasn't like even played in like a year or two. Yeah, but JR hasn't played in a year. JR is playing for the, the uh, Cavs. They sent them home in like November. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, from what I've been hearing, um, Andre Iguodala is going to get bought out of his deal and go to the Lakers. Same with Kyle Korver. Uh, I don't know how much I like the Kyle one. Iggy's got like one, two years left in him, so that's good for them. Yeah. Um. Kyle Korver, uh, I don't know. He'll play wherever LeBron plays. He will, but Kyle, the, I feel like they need to surround LeBron at this stage in that team with three and D players. And Kyle don't play no D. That's always been my issue with him. I wish they would have got Trevor Ariza, but I know he got paid. Did he? Yeah. 
Dude, the NBA is the most ridiculous when it comes to um, yeah, he's on the Kings. Um, NBA is so ridiculous playing these fucking role players. That's where money is is meant to be made, dude. And then the real role players get like no money. Yeah. How did Rose sign a what two year? Fifteen now, I think. Yeah, his was like two year fifteen. I think IT got a two year twelve or some shit. And I was like, yeah, he's at the Wizards. I was like, these are quality role players that aren't getting paid shit. Yes. And then you're bringing people over from, like, the Euro League, and they're coming in with, like, three or $20 million contracts. DeMarcus Cousins still hasn't signed anywhere yet. He's going to be a Laker, too, bro. It's wild to think that um, if he had stayed with the Pelicans, he'd be making, like, $20, 25000000 million. Yeah. But he left, and now he didn't, get shit. he didn't get shit last year. He didn't get the ring. Dude, Seth Curry signed four years, $32 million. With the with the Mavs, did he? Yeah, that's too much for a role player. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking He's like your eighth man. He was making three million last year. Yeah, that's way too much money. He didn't even play. He was getting eighteen minutes a game, making. He was eight points, eight and one. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's about. I'm not paying you eight million a year for eight points. I don't know how the fucking NBA operates with a salary cap. Yeah, I have never looked into it to understand, but I don't. I don't really get the salary cap and then the hard salary cap and then the luxury tax. I'm like, what is what is going on? Because all these players can't fit under there. Philly no, how everyone on that team make over a hundred million dollars in that starting lineup, except for Josh Richardson. If you have, let me try to think. Pretty sure if you have the bird rights, someone it's basically you just, it's it's like restricted free agent. Like you have the rights to sign them before anybody else. Pretty much, they they count towards your hard cap, but you can go into your luxury tax, a luxury cap tax, and whatever, and basically go over whatever the cap is. But if you sign someone, it has to be under the hard tax. I don't know. It's super confusing. But if you, like, draft people and stuff, you can basically go over your salary cap limit, and it's just, like, luxury tax. Philly got, like, 109, 150, 170, 101. I'm like, what the fuck? How are y'all paying these niggas? They need shooters, honestly. They lost JJ, and that was pretty big. That was huge. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of JJ. Huh? I didn't like him fading on every three-point shot. That really frustrated me to watch. I mean, he made them. But I still hated that. Outside of Luca and Porzingis, JJ the coldest white boy in the league. He is. Um, you are right. The, the Pelicans, Pelicans were making big moves, dude. Yeah, they said fuck a rebuild. AD left, and we're gonna get a chip first. And they're still getting draft picks from what I remember seeing trades and stuff. Yeah. They will be nice. Um, what else happened? It's wild. I kind of wish the NFL's free agency was like the NBA's. Yeah. I mean, with there only being five spots, like starting spots, it's a lot easier to like, crack the NBA one. Yeah. So I think that plays a part. And I feel like it's a little easier to be a star in the NBA than the NFL. Yeah. I wish the NFL would get rid of franchise tags. Yeah, no, I hate that shit. 
Could you imagine if Cleveland was allowed to just keep LeBron there against his will because they tagged him? Yeah, I think you're covering up your mic a little bit. But um, Could you imagine if Cleveland was allowed to just keep LeBron there because they tagged him? Yeah. I think that would make the NFL free agency so much more wild to have no franchise tag. Where you, it's just like anybody can leave whenever. It doesn't matter. I agree. Like if Le'Veon could have left years ago, who knows what would have happened. I think we gotta make it so the pay rate in the NFL is closer to the NBA. Yeah, because these niggas are signing like two hundred twenty-one million dollar contracts for five years and one seventy for four and shit like that, and they all know what they're getting when they go into this. Yeah, there's no discrepancy. There's no I want to pay raise. The NFL gives them too long of contracts. First of all, that's the first problem. Mm-hmm. I think every contract needs to be a three, four year contract in the NFL. And then yeah. I think there needs to be, like, certain slots, kind of like it is for the NBA. Were you an all-pro? If you're all-pro, you automatically make this amount of money, and that's it. True, because that's what they do. you make this amount of money. Because if you make, like, NBA first team, you're, like, able to get, like, a super max from your team and stuff like that. Yeah. Because Carson, what, he got four years, 128 million extension. Which was outrageous. Yeah. Because I like Carson, but bro, I ain't really done shit in the league yet, so. Listen. NFL MVP coming this year, mark my words. Who? Carson Wentz. Can be. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put probably twenty bucks on it. Uh, I'm gonna I go. Would... I'm eventually gonna go to the casino and make all these bets that I make in my head on a regular basis. Just, please probably don't throw all your money. Develop it's... a gambling problem. Been set for Baker. No, nah, Baker. He to he's gonna be. Bag. He's gonna be good, but no. Nah. Not gonna happen. Watch this year's gonna go crazy for them. Not gonna happen. He's got so many we- the amount of weapons he has is just way too unreal. Kareem Hunt. Literally, Can't wait. Kareem Hunt, Chubb, all the receivers he got. The tight end is nasty. David and Joku. He was expected twenty touchdowns this year. Uh, he'll get suspended. Calling it. Calling it hot take. He'll do something stupid, and then Roger Goodell will suspend him because Roger Goodell has all the power in the NFL. No, he's you didn't a, hear. He's a tyrant. After, after today's meeting with Zeke, there's clearly no more suspensions. I did see that Zeke didn't get suspended. He so shouldn't know. He didn't get any charges or anything. Because they let Zeke act the fuck up. So. Uh, I think the – I know I saw – I got an alert from ESPN saying that they're trying to work on a new CBA, and I think – they need to do that immediately and get rid of franchise tags, Roger Goodell having any power when it comes to discretionary stuff like that. So much. They're just, the CBA just needs to get reworked. The owners would never sign something that took away franchise tags now. That's the problem. Uh, you should fucking strike them. And do what? Everybody go to the, what was the other league that they had for like three months that was actually solid? The AFL. Everybody go to the AFL? Nah, just sit on the sidelines and watch them lose a shit ton of money. Because I'm not going to bend. I don't even think that would work. It should, dude. It would work. It used to work back in the days where they go on strike and all this bullshit. I don't think it would now. There's too many young niggas trying to promote themselves. Everyone wants to shoe deal or close deal, all this shit. And they know they can't get that without strapping up their cleats. Yeah, but if you already have your deals established, because you have them before the beginning of this, the uh, season, 
So if you have your endorsement deals locked in, in theory, you would be all right sitting out because I think you're still getting paid regardless of if you're playing or not. Yeah, but those are like the stars and quality players who have made a name for themselves. The people on the team who haven't made a name for themselves, damn, so-and-so ain't here. It's my time to shine. Let me go get myself a sneaker deal. Awesome. I think if everybody strikes and they, you know, because they did that a couple of years ago. I feel like every uh, sport goes through a strike at some point. Ooh. The NBA did not too long ago. NFL does. MLB. Everybody strikes. Yeah, but the NFL's never – they haven't missed games, actually, in like since like the 80s or some shit or 90s. I feel like there was one recently. Mm-hmm. There was a new CBA. But there, was there wasn't any strikes, lockouts. Right? There was a referee lockout in 2012. There was an NFL lockout in 2011. Lasted five months. Preserved the regular season. Who the fuck cares about referee lockouts? That's the most irrelevant lockout by far. What, the ref one? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. I think the NFLPA warns to save money there's a possible 2021 lockout. That's what I'd like to hear. Yeah, but that's not a – the lockout was during the offseason, wasn't it? Like, I don't think games were missed. But I'm saying that if they really want to make it known, they should miss games. Yeah, but you start missing games, people on that team who got contracts, now they don't get paid. Right. And a lot of us is living paycheck to paycheck. Listen, you would have to make some type of back pay situation. Who knows? It's there's so much. Even Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley says players must prepare for a 2021 lockout. Richard Sherman says it's gonna happen. I like it. All these headlines, 2019. Yeah, and the XFL's coming out. We'll see. Sweet shit. Now we're not gonna see it though. I hope they do. Hey, I don't. I'm all against niggas losing their money. And what a strike y'all would lose in my. I think it would just be better. It's a it's a short term loss for a long term benefit, uh, like a benefit basically. I don't know though, because most of the NFL, those niggas are only in there for like three four years. Like the average length is like a little over three years. So only the stars, like the household names, really have longevity benefit from this. And if you're not a star, you're trying to like get a shoe deal, a drink deal, any of that. You strike and miss a season or miss some games. Guess what they're gonna give it to. They won't give it to the basketball players because now they taking your sneaker deal. It's gonna be for you. They won't give it to the baseball players because baseball players play all fucking year. It seems they're trying to cut that down too. No, that needs to be stopped. I was fucking even, watching. Even the NBA is trying to cut down games. I was watching TV with Kelly the other day, and they were like fucking. It's they were like mid this halfway through the season mark of the MLB. And I was like, start. I feel like the shit was just a couple of months ago. It starts around spring after spring training, pretty sure. Doesn't it end in spring? No, it ends. It ends like towards October. Does it? They play. They play a lot of games in a week. That's the issue. When was the baseball series? When was the World Series? It's uh, it's around October because it's always October baseball. They always talk about that on like Fox and stuff. Huh. Yeah. Um, any any last thoughts before so we can wrap this uh, porch talk sports talk up? Where is Kawhi going to end up in? I'm going to do the right thing and go with my heart, Mavs. He's not going to the Mavs. Man, I think he wants another chip. 
Go to the Mavs, who's automatically the guy, and they got a strong roster. Mavs. They have so many players. They have KP. They have Luka. Yeah. And Kawhi. They've got everything it would take to win, and I think they'd all mess. I don't think Kawhi fits in with the Lakers. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to the Lakers. It just makes so much sense. I don't think it makes that much sense. And they're already a front runner to win the NBA championship. Yeah, but do you see him meshing with AD and LeBron? I think so. Because LeBron, the point guard now, and AD, the big man who's going to get his touches. So Kawhi is automatically the third guy. No, I think at this point in LeBron's career, I think he's fine with giving up control just to win a chip. I absolutely do not. I mean, he gave up 23 to AD. Yeah, but AD is like one – if you watch his show, The Shopping Shit, AD is like one of his boys' boys. I don't mm. think – like, people in the league know, like, AD is LeBron's, like, little brother type figure. Chris Paul, D-Wade, Carmelo, those are, like, LeBron's boys. Kawhi's just a great player. I don't think him and LeBron are cool. I think LeBron can make anybody, you know, accepting into a system like that. Do we remember what happened with the third option with Chris Bosh and Kevin Love? He turned stars into scrubs. But I think he's. I think it's different at this point because he's. He doesn't want to be the person that has to take over. If he did, especially if he has two other star players. Oh hell no! I think he's going MVP type season this year. Nah. Oh yeah. Nah. Because people forgot what LeBron was. LeBron gave him buckets this year, and people were acting like he had a bad season. Oh no! He still put up like what twenty something. Like... It was like twenty six and like eight or something. And people yeah. act like this was an off year. He's coming for the MVP this year. Oh, I don't know all that. Um, I think Kawhi's in the Lakers. I hope not. Um, all right, let's switch into – so it's Instagram was down today, so that really fucked up our engagement with everybody. So I'm going to hit uh, you and Paige with some questions if Paige is ready. Yep. All right, let's start off. We can alternate on our answers for this. Um, what are three things you're elite at? Who wants to start? Three? Okay. All right, go. Yeah. I'll start. Um, okay. When you initially asked us this question, my first mm-hmm. thought was like, I'm just really not great at anything. But now that I think about yeah. it, I'm really good at, this sounds terrible, but I'm really good at lying on the spot. Ooh, okay. Like, at work, especially, like, Paige, why were you late? Or... Why did you leave early? Or, you know, if I want to ask time off and I don't have a, like, legit excuse, and my boss asks me, Mm -hmm. I will make up a lie so in-depth, like, at the drop of a hat. And I don't really like lying, like, my actual life. But when it comes to work or, like, Mm -hmm. if I'm stuck in a situation where I need to, like, come up with something really fast, like, especially if I, somebody comes up to me at the bar and they like ask me my name. I'll like automatically make up like some name and like a backstory and like all kinds of stuff. I'm really good at lying on the spot. What? Yeah. But you go to the patty every time. So just imagine like five guys come up to you and tell you, ask you like different See, that's names. That's backfired like, on me. That's backfired. So one time at the mix, and I told this guy he played football at EKU. I told this guy that my name was Alexis, and I was just 
down visiting. He's like, oh, like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, I'm a Bengals cheerleader. <laughs> I just, I literally just, like, make it up off the top of my head. But whatever I say that night is, like, what I go through the whole night. It's like, I don't, like, make up per person. It's just, like, per night. And then I saw that same dude, like, two months later. And I didn't realize. And I was, he was standing next to somebody. I was talking to a different guy. And he was standing next to the guy I was talking to, and I was making up a completely different story. And he was like, wait, isn't your name Alexis? <laughs> Damn. So basically, from what I'm hearing, Paige is into role play. <laughs> that's what I thought. I mean, that's one way to look at it. Um, all right. The first thing that I think I'm a lead at, I think I'm better than everybody at making breakfast potatoes. When it comes to breakfast potatoes, I can whip them up like no other. My first thought is, why have I never had these breakfast potatoes? Listen, I don't make them often, but when I make them, you know. Well, when I come to visit, you That's all them. I gotta say. I love potatoes. Uh, as what's the first thing you're elite at? Um... I feel like people talk their shit and they're like, oh, I'm a great drinker. I drink blah, blah, blah. No, nigga. I am really an elite drinker. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. 100% hands down. I feel Man. like when it comes to consumption, you're a great drinker. Mm. I don't know about after the consumption. I don't know. I don't Damn. Know. I think, like, in the last five years, I think I've thrown up, like, seven times, which sounds like it could be a lot. But with Twice the amount of drinks, it's not a lot. Twice this summer. But what I'm saying, yeah, the amount I drank, that's, like, a really, really small amount. I will just never get over our last night at camp. God, what a time. <laughs> I'll never, ever get over. That was, I mean, you, you weren't, like, bad or anything. But it was so funny. I will never not remember that. Set down a fifth of tequila in like an hour. I mean, he was bad at it because he did throw up. Yeah, but I made it through the night. I threw up in the middle of the night in my sleep. Yeah, you could have drowned, though, Ezra. Uh, That's even wild. Hey, yo, shout out Matt Siegel, the pussy. Because I remember finishing the rest of the bottle before he finished his beer. And it was a significant amount. Yeah. Yeah, you did like out chug him. It was kind of impressive. Um, um, Paige, what's the second thing you're elite at? Somebody once told me that mm. I'm pretty good at cutting people off and not feeling any remorse after it. Like when it comes to really mm. shitty friendships or people that like piss me off or don't treat me correctly, I'm really good at just cutting them off and just not having any, I don't feel any type of way afterwards. Okay. But you really have to piss me off for me to do that. Um, let's see. What am I elite at? I feel like, I mean, I don't want to brag, but as has seen me, I would consider myself an elite I knew this was player. <laughs> Some say, 
Like, I might be top five, maybe top two, and I'm not two. I'm not sure. I'll let the history books decide that. But I would say that I'm an elite slap cut player. Solid. Okay. Um, I may be the world's best fake listener. A hundred percent. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'll give my feet all this shit. And you can ask me about it 10 minutes later and I know nothing you just told me. It's that that a, is 100%. It's mainly something I apply to my bitches because they just be talking. They want to be ass and they want to make you got to make it seem like you care because then they fall for you. Then you can break their heart. So I'm the world's probably best take this. Paige, what is the last thing you're reading? Um, I would say I am incredibly good at remembering people's birthdays. Mm, like, okay. I'm, I remember people's birthdays from like elementary school. <laughs> And, like, people that I haven't talked to in, like, 10, 15 years. Damn, that's kind of weird. What Mm -hmm. am I elite at? Um, You know what? I'm elite at binge-watching shows that have, like, like, an established series in a very short amount of time. Like... I ran through Game of Thrones in, like, what, a week or something? Yeah, you did it pretty quick. I, when I, I went through a breakup, I binge-watched fucking Grey's Anatomy. No one could Oh, my God, me. I thought I was you meant you, like, night. went through a breakup, like, now? And I was like, excuse me, what? Okay, but you meant, like, previously. Okay. No, a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can destroy shows. At an elite level. Do you do you actually like watch them intently or like do you watch them and they play in the background? No, I'll sit there okay. and watch them intently. Yeah. Um as what's your last eliteness? I'm a notorious bad texter, but I may be the world's best Snapchatter. <laughs> I You're gonna get quality snaps, you're going to get fun snaps, you're going to get interactive snaps, but you're also going to get fast responding snaps. You do always snap a lot. I do. Um, Do you guys have any other ones you want to throw out just because? Mm, I really think I hit mine good. Um, Mm. I'm trying to think. Or, like, do you all have anybody for, like, or anything for, like, each other? I really mm. nailed mine. I think Eric did decent. I would like to say he's not an elite slap cup player. So, that's just... I definitely bad. am. I destroyed I feel, Kev. Because I feel like... He was a rookie. I destroyed that was my you first as well. time, and I hold my own. Listen, I mean, you held your own, but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't at an elite level such Got as me. myself. I feel like both of you are very good at talking your way out of stuff. Never heard anything. Like, I feel like if you were to get in some kind of trouble, like with the police at a bar, you would somehow be able to talk your way out of it. Like, obviously not Ezra with, like, tickets. Of course, I'm a box of cops. Winter takes all. I got a parking ticket today, and I called the parking services and put that lady in a mental pretzel. 
She didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was hitting her with facts and shit. I was like, your website's giving discrepancies. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this, making it seem like, you know, I'm a good person and stuff. You could literally talk your way out of anything. I do think I'm elite at making things up in the moment or just telling people that I'm elite at things. I think I left that one. I might be the world's best shit talking. Just because I do a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah, like... You, wow. I swear, you all can literally just like it's almost like you just talk in circles so well that whatever you're doing, the people just get confused and forget why they're mad. I'm telling you, if I really set my mind to it and wanted to, I could just fuck around and oh, be yeah, 100%. Order. I could see it. Like, I, I could do that. I could fuck around and be a doctor. Like, I could really fuck if I really wanted to, I could do whatever I wanted. I just don't have desire to. Yep. I feel like we're all that way. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, some would say I'm an elite 2K player because I destroyed everybody yeah. in Philly. I'm already home. Uh, hmm. uh, I've never, I've still to this day never played a video game. You're not missing out, dude. <laughs> you're missing out a little bit. Mm, all right. I don't know if I asked you guys this question before, but it, like, popped into my mind again. So we talked about it on the podcast. Just stop me. But, um, okay. Well, let's say you're married, right? You're living a great life. Happy marriage. No kids. Mm-hmm. Your significant other gets into a car accident of some sort. They're in a coma. Pull it. Let's say there's a 6% chance that they ever get out of that coma. So 6%? 6% chance. What does 6% mean to me? Who was that? How long? (laughs) That was a a strong black woman. (laughs) How long do you stay committed before you move on? Two weeks. Who just said two weeks? But you're married, Des. I'll do the visit shit. If I know there's a 6% chance of getting out, then I gotta start hitting up her friends. <laughs> okay, so we already know. But you're a married man. We already not know that Ezra has questionable morals. Ezra is elite at having questionable yeah. morals. Six percent chance of her coming out. I'm just pulling the plug. Yeah, look, then there's a six percent chance of me staying faithful. Six percent why? No. Okay. So last week when we were talking about not being able to have kids. And I was like, nah, I dump her. She can't have kids. She can't get me what I want. It's like, why would he stay with somebody in a coma? He clearly can't, like, get anything he wants out of somebody in a coma. So why would he stay? I'm not surprised by that. If she's in a coma, I can't fuck on her. What if if it's a 50% chance? She might wake up tomorrow. She might wake up a month from now. I'm going to give her two weeks. Two weeks? That's what I said the first two. Two weeks might be too long. She don't don't wake wake up in two weeks, then she got to go. You pulled the plug after two weeks? That's not unheard of. No, she's in a coma. She's, like, still living by, like, she's not hooked up to anything. She's yeah, we're coma. not talking you about the plug. The, the, the machine's just turning off. If you're in a coma, you're not having any type of real life, and at that point, you're holding me back from mine. Are you all sure you know what a coma is? <laughs> I don't think I know what a coma is. Aren't you completely dependent on someone else in a coma? No. A in a coma, someone else doesn't have to tube feed you. No, bro, that. Was... It would just yeah, be so tube feed. Everything. Tube feed, you're dead to me. You've died. 
literally you you're deceased. But there's a fifty percent chance of them waking up at any moment. Six percent chance. Well, it obviously the six percent was too low for you, so I'm going to change it to fifty now. If there's a fifty yeah. percent chance, then eh, we can wait. We can wait the two weeks and not a day later. Yeah, two weeks is still a long, long time. But if fifty percent chance, two weeks. But after, as a married man, as I thought, your Christian morals would would have I'm you there longer. Right My Christian religious values tell me not to hook that tube up to her. You think Jesus ever hooked a tube up to someone to keep him alive? <laughs> Hell no. He's gonna die today. <laughs> And I'm single in one being, day. Being in a coma isn't the same thing as being on life support and being, like, brain dead. If you got to put a tube in her and they've got to feed her through a tube and you can't, and you're codependent on anyone else, you're dead. You're literally dead. That's literally not the definition of being dead. Says who? It's a dog-eat-dog world. You can't even eat. So. <laughs> and you can't even eat. <laughs> That's a very valid statement. So, how high would the percentage have to be of them returning out of their coma for it to last you longer? Yeah, they've got to be weeks? able to return in like ninety days, ninety nah. percent within like two days. I'm hip. I'm talking about like they're like, okay, he's gonna wake up in two days, but be groggy, <laughs> be groggy after a coma. Here's the thing, though, you man, nah, I'm not waiting for nobody in a coma. Fuck that mean to me. Okay, well, I'm going to take... I figured it would be different because it was your, your if wife. if she can't feed us, she can't take the D. If she can't take the D, she's not for me. Woo! <laughs> well, I at least appreciate that you're not willing to have sex with somebody in a coma. So there's hey, that. I'm a man of morals, integrity, all that. That's different because if the, if the pussy get wet, I'm still taking it. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh. That, that is, God. All is right. Not me. We got Brock Turner over there. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Brock Turner should have stayed in jail. Hey, bro, out. Nah, he's right next to you. What do you mean? You're literally in the same room. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> You're next to Brock Turner. And he lived a great life. He's still alive. He's still alive. He's, exactly. he's rolling the streets just chilling, man. Exactly. Anyway. Um... Oh, if I was married to somebody in a coma, I obviously wouldn't have an issue staying. I feel like it would be to the point, like, I would stay well, until I feel like there's just, you stop getting, like, attached to them because you're not interacting every day. Huh? And you're not, like, making any physical mm-hmm. or can, so... I don't, when, like, the connection is just like completely cut out because they've been in a coma for so long. I feel like that's not what So what you're saying is that the moment you would stop vibing or no, the moment you would leave your husband your husband in the situation would be when you lost your connection with him? Yeah, I mean what if they're in a coma for like two years? You lost your connection with that person the moment they go into a coma. No, you didn't. You can't kiss them. Now that I think about it, honestly... The time I would give somebody to get out of a coma is the time it would take me to file for divorce. They'll wake up before I'm that's too long, nigga. <laughs> that could take months. Could you divorce someone that's in a coma? If they can't sign the paperwork? That's crazy. All you need is a scribble as a signature. Bro. You can't legally. It depends on who their power of attorney is. If you're your... Her husband? Yeah. I'm, if I'm like, power of attorney. If right. you're your... Um, most likely, it's not going to be your spouse that's your power of attorney. But if you are the, you could just like sign the divorce papers for them. 
Wait, you don't think your spouse would be your power of attorney? Uh uh-uh, uh, most people give their power No, I used to work in a law office. Most people's hair. power of attorney is not their spouse. My power of attorney is going to be my spouse because I'm going to be in love with her. But yeah, she knows so you're going to leave her if she's in a coma and you're going to leave her if she can't have kids. Hey. Is she yeah, in, the, love her is she in the coma before or after she gave me kids? Before. After she after gave me she, kids. After she's done. All right, what about before? What if she's pregnant? Ooh. Is my child healthy in this coma? Can you be pregnant in a coma? Yes. You can. That's probably yeah. not healthy at all for the child. You can I'm because like, you're not dead. You're just yeah. in a coma. Which means basically... Yeah, but that's probably not healthy at all for that child. You're just in a deep yeah, sleep. as long as the what? kids get like, fed, you're good. not true. Yes, it is. You realize that you gotta, like, feed and sleep and be non-stressed to have a healthy baby? Which is in a coma? You're sleeping the whole time. There's no stress How there. You, you gotta wait. <laughs> You're literally sleeping. No, nah, that ain't it. I really think we need to define what a coma is. No, nah, I'm looking at that. That ain't it. I feel like a coma is not healthy for a baby. Also, we've been recording this podcast yeah. for two hours. Have we actually? Well, it's different pieces now, but okay, yeah. I just want to make sure it doesn't cut off. Okay. No, nah, we're good. Um, fuck. I had a question, but I thought we lost it. <laughs> I had a question about it was a good one. Huh? No, but I, I feel like there's like movies where people like stay with their, you know, spouse and they're in a coma for like years on end and refuse to pull the plug and it's like this big long drawn out thing. But it's like if they're not coming back, like you gotta move on for your own mental health, not only theirs. It's almost a question of, like, how long could you do that? And, like, it doesn't look bad on you. Because if you leave in, like, two weeks, that looks terrible yeah. as a husband. That makes you look like shit. Like, that family yeah. is going to, like, just be like, oh, so my daughter's not good enough for you to stay yeah. with? I like I, I Like I said, I feel like it depends on when I would lose my, like... It's when you start to picture your spouse as, like, an object instead of a person... I feel like it's when it would hmm. become difficult to not leave. You know sense. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if they're in a bed and in a coma and not doing anything for like months, they're going to become an object instead of an actual person. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I don't ever want to be on life support. I, I told my dad, he's my POA. I was like, if you ever get the chance, just pull the plug. So. Real. Imagine, let's say you move mm-hmm. on, right? Your husband's like in a coma, blah blah, and you find a new man, and like you know, you eventually tell him about it, and he's like, you know, you're thinking about getting married and stuff. And he's like, listen, I want to go visit like your ex-husband, like before we do anything. And you go to the he's hospital, awake. and then yeah, he wakes up and sees you walk in with this new man. Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty is sure I've seen on? a movie where that happened, but it was like. The wife already got married to the new guy, and they already had another kid. And then the ex-husband wakes up, and it's like this whole thing. Yeah. Brutal. Mm -hmm. Dr. Deborah Feldman of the Hartfield Healthcare Medical Group says that it is extremely rare and unlikely to have a healthy baby in a vegetative or coma state. And that she can only speak on three or four cases in her knowledge of ever having a healthy baby through that state. 
Hmm. Uh, that just sounds like one article. And I though. trust Dr. Deborah Feldman of the Healthcare Medical Hartford Healthcare Medical Group out in Arizona. That's just one doctor's oh. opinion. I don't think that's yeah. like not common knowledge. Like your body has to be functioning to produce a healthy baby. You've got to be a bro. There was that. Like there was that story. Shit. No, there was that story of that uh, guy who. It was like an employee at uh, like uh, vegetative state, like kind of hospital spot, and he like the woman was in the having coma? sex with girls. Yeah, and then she, she had, had a baby. baby, but we don't know if that was a healthy baby. We don't know if that was a preemie. They said it was healthy. Uh, this so I guess that's one of the very rare. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one. No, we, know. we know we've got Doctor Deborah's opinion. As so, let's say your wife is rich. And she's in a coma. How long do you stay with her? If her parents have the the power of her attorney. Oh, uh, she's rich. Um, yeah. hmm. I'll probably stay about. Because I feel like if you leave at a distasteful time, you're not going to get any of that money. Yeah. When you pull the plug. I'd probably wait about two weeks, give or take. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for love. You know that. I'm a lover. Damn. So you couldn't you couldn't stay with the love of your life who's in a coma, who might come out of I it one not. day. If she might come out and love someone different. She probably won't even be the same well, person. Uh, I think we should wrap this podcast up because it's been pretty long. Um, we were going to try to get guests, but that kind of got oh, fucked up. Instagram, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll try to do that next week. I know Mammal said he wanted to come on. I told him we could yes. probably get him on here. And then we'll try to get some other people. Um, so let's wrap this up with just some music TV recommendations and get on our way. Um, I'll go first. I've been real deep in mm-hmm. that Cosby show lately. I'm on season three now. I've been watching it every night. Dr. Huxable is still the same Dr. Huxable I've ever seen. Still at his finest. Um... <laughs> Outside of that, I'd probably just say uh, music-wise, uh, I've got nothing music-wise. I haven't listened to any music. I've just been watching the comedy show. Mm-hmm. Free Bill till we see Bill. Still a while in prison, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Paige, what do you got? Um, I don't have a TV show recommendation. I have like a YouTube channel recommendation. Because I honestly don't watch TV mm. anymore. I just watch YouTube videos. But Logan Paul's podcast YouTube video thing, Impulsive, is actually mm-hmm. so good. Like, so, so good. And it's like, they have, like, porn stars on there and YouTube people and, like, rappers and, like, all kinds of people that you can think of. Um and honestly, I don't have a music recommendation. Nothing good has really come out here recently. Yeah, it's been so. kind of slow. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I have a story, but mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, as far as music, I finally listened to Tyler Creator's album, Igor. Pretty fire. Would, uh, would recommend, for sure. Um. I don't have any TV, but I did see that Spider-Man Far From Home movie. Literally Pretty fire. Everyone would recommend it's that. Good. It's so good. So fire. Highly recommend. Probably going to watch it again at least. Um, But I think we're going to wrap this podcast up.
thank you for listening. As always, this is the 4th of July edition of Porch Talk. Uh, pretty big deal. It's the American version, I guess people would say. The most American podcast out here by far. Um, so, again, thank you for listening. Leave us a review on iTunes. Tell a friend. Share it on you know your stories, all that. And we will be back next week. Peace.